Well, Michael Block was the story of the PGA Championship. Hole in one that you couldn't even tell where the ball went. I mean, you're watching that, you're going, did, did it go in? Where, where's the ball? It just the, To describe it as dunking it, Trista, I think was the best way you could, where you just look and go, the ball went, okay, I've never seen anything like that before. What a great story. Didn't have to win. Just seeing that type of situation, the guy's got like his own school, and now he's like, my wife's going to make me charge more for lessons and everything. That's what makes sports great. And, you know, what was great was that he was mic'd up the entire tournament. And they were talking to him while he was hitting shots. And I was like, yeah. man, this is awesome. Is this guy, at first I didn't know if he was playing or whether he was just like a coach that was with his player. And I'm like, I think he's playing golf right now. And it was him. It was Michael Buck. And so after the fact, because I didn't watch Sunday, and I saw that he top 15, I'm like, he was mic'd up that entire tournament and still did top 15. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to go off and do my thing and – teach still like all these guys who really want to play golf competitively are miserable like i realize what makes me happy and it's not trying to grind out top 10 wins yeah i mean it was awesome and as you know i'm like the president of team old guy uh that's why we're betting lebron on the money line again here tonight but 46 years old i love the quote that his wife's gonna make him charge more for the lessons it was uh the best part of the weekend watching for me because you ever like all right so with brooks uh, Trista, as you know, I'm in love with Brooks Kepka, top 10 favorite athlete of all time. My wife got home from work yesterday and I had like a tear coming down my eye and she was like, and I was telling her, it's a great story. You know, here's a guy that's dealt with injuries, thought he was pretty much finished. So he goes to the live just to make his money and pretty much hit the retirement tour. But I wasn't crying though, because it was such a great story that he's back on top and that he won his fifth major. I was crying because I didn't even bet it. I didn't bet it. I bet him every single week. and I. I didn't, and I didn't even bet it him. It was 20 won. to 1. And I saw Ostrowski and everybody else had bet him. And that's always the worst, like, when you don't hit your outright and everybody else, mm -hmm. you know. And, and it, so that, that stung. So at least that was a good story to put a smile on my face watching this weekend. Team old guy. That was awesome. You know, there was that narrative going around for a while about, you know, live guys not lasting all four rounds and they're going to be soft because they're playing in the live tour and it's just different. I think we could probably wipe that away. It doesn't mean that it may change their – it might change their game a little bit still, but these guys were on the PGA Tour before that, and I think it now gives not more credibility to live because we know what it is, and it just has that – it just feels very empty. But when live tour players are in majors on the PGA Tour, they can still compete, and we no longer can say, ah, let's just wipe these guys off. They're no longer going to be a competitor when it comes to this. Yeah, you know, I mean, what like, honestly, and you can't blame a lot of these guys or any of them for taking the money, but, like, let's go back to the Masters a couple months ago, and you had Phil. We all thought Phil was completely washed. I had Phil not even making the cut, and there he is, and I should have bet him top five. Uh, this weekend, Bryson hasn't looked that good in forever. Um, so Yeah, yeah I, I bet him to win. These guys out. I, I think that – and I think what happened um, – I think obviously like they wanted to get the money. They wanted to make the money. But what happened was we wrote these guys off, you know, we kind of like threw them all under the bus and trash talked them. And now they all are like playing with an edge again. Like we haven't seen Phil that fired up in years since he owed his bookie money. Like with, with Bryson, with, <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of these guys also were just like dealing with injuries. So I don't think you can count them out and I'll probably keep uh, looking to play Kepka now because I made a big mistake not playing him this weekend. Yeah, so it's the first live golfer to win a major. How do, we, how do we use this information to bet it going forward? Because I, I, the field is 
is obviously massive in these majors, but I don't know how well, like the form that these live golfers are playing on a week to week basis. We can't see what they're doing. They're not televising live in like any real discernible way. Like it's difficult to sort of compare uh, like a situation where you've got different amount of rounds, you've got no cut. So how do we know whether Brooks is playing well? Do we just bet these live guys in well, every major now just because? Well, you can follow along with the tournament. Luckily for us, I don't know if you guys heard, I even heard it on the Junkies this morning when I was listening on my Odyssey app, best app, only next to BetQL. Live Golf is coming to Washington, D.C. I think we talk it about is. right now. We get the full week off. We go Thursday through Sunday. We hang out with Brooksy. We hang out with Bryson. I'll play some poker with Phil. Won't let him borrow any money. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. They televised. Nobody cared. They didn't get any ratings. And so, like, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody, like, cares about the product. I mean, you could follow along. Um, see, that's how I should have known. I mean, Brooks has been playing really well, obviously. But I guess, like, you'll have to follow. But, but also, like, how much do you really want to take away from it? Because Phil, before he went to the Masters and finished second, he finished dead last in, like, three or four live events. Like, that's yep. why I faded Phil. He looked terrible. Like, he just took the bag might, and was ready for the It might be worth just lot. It might be worth just live betting them after a round or two. Like, kind of see how they're performing, and then you go. You may not get – the odds may not be as good, but, like, I bet Bryson to win when he was at, like, 21 to 1, I think, at one point, halfway through the tournament. And that's sometimes the best way to do it because otherwise you would have never put your money towards somebody like that. But maybe that really is what it is. We're not going to see what they're doing on the live tour unless we actually go there, like you're campaigning for, Ryan. And then you just actually watch yeah. the tournament, get yourself a day or two of the rounds – and then you start to decide where you want to put your money if it's on somebody like that. Well, what was fascinating was that I think I had taken it was Scotty Scheffler to lead after round one, and it looked like that was going to hit. And then Bryson jumped up, and then all of a sudden I looked and I'm like, Brooks is in the mix too? What mm-hmm. is going on? They're gamers, Tristan. They're healthy. That's the main thing. See, I still do not trust Bryson because he can't putt. Like, but Brooksy looks like Brooks again, man. He looks in great shape. And again, he's a competitor. Like he's, we're talking about the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum spent more time looking for the all-white suit, and then he couldn't freaking find his game in the fourth quarter of that game. But like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. We wrote some of these guys off. If you watch, I mean, if you watch that special, the documentary, what the hell was that thing called? And you watch Kepler, oh, yeah. he like even tells Full him. swing. Full swing, yeah. He, t- he yep. even tells you in there. Like, he's like, I thought I was finished. And actually, after the Masters, remember they interviewed him, and he's like, I don't know if I would have made the same decision if I knew that I was going to be this healthy, the decision to join the Live Tour. I mean, he even said that. But he took the money because he was like, my better days are probably behind me. I don't know if I'm going to be competing. Right. Like, I was, I was trying to – I was talking about this with my wife, and I was like – because when she heard, uh, I was like, well, he had an injury with Kepka, And she's like, but it's golf. Like, you're injured. Isn't that what they want you to do? Isn't that what you do when, like, you can't play real sports anymore? And I was like, well, no, not competitive. Not in, like, the PGA, the way that these drive the – like, these guys drive the ball, like, 450 yards now. But, um, I mean, if guys didn't deal with injuries, they'd be around forever. Like, if Tiger wasn't dealing with injuries, if Tiger didn't have the car accident and all this and that that's happened, he'd probably still be able to win, like, two, three tournaments a year, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So that's what I just think I it comes down to. A lot of these guys are healthy finally. Again. What's going on with Speed? Cuz he just he's just been like so up and down this year. 
And I want to say, like, I really feel like, okay, maybe he's going to make a push. It wasn't the best tournament for him uh, in terms of the course this week, but he looked god-awful. And I don't know when he's going to return to form or if he's going to return to form, but you talk about guys falling off because of injury. I don't know what his excuse is. It feels mental. It feels like a mental thing, Tristan. You know how like, it's like baseball players that are in a slump at the plate. Golf can be that way, too, where it's so finicky and it's so simple, where a couple of bad rounds, a couple of bad shots, ball just holes out, or you know, you slice a cut, and you just all of a sudden, it, you're completely in your head. That's, if it's not something physical, I feel like that's the only logical explanation. Yeah, and I think he kind of told us that. So he finished five over for the tournament, and then yesterday he had a quote like, I would like to just ace, uh, ice my brain for a little bit. I think you're right, <laughs> yeah. Nick. I think it's all mental, and I think it comes down to he's going off after the uh, career grand slam. So, like, he's, he's right there. He needs the PGA championship, and I think that's what it comes down to is I think he's in his own head. Also, I mean – Remember, he had that huge drop-off. So th this is just – he's so inconsistent. This is why I don't play speed uh, regularly. But, yeah, not a great yeah. weekend for him. Yeah, it's just not worth it. BetMGM tonight. Remember, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. So we're about an hour or so away, right at an hour, actually. Well, they tell us 8.30 Eastern, but let's be honest. Tip-off game four, Western Conference Finals. Lakers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. That totals at 226-and-a-half now. And it's, it's elimination time for the Lakers. And this, this is the type of game where one, like we talked about this last segment, right? It feels like a LeBron takeover because he's really the only person and he needs to. And if you want to be called the GOAT, this is the type of situation where you're going to have to do it. Though I don't think the Lakers have any chance of coming back. There is the opportunity for a slip up from the Nuggets. Just enough. You're up 3 nothing. You kind of get, take your foot off the gas just a little bit. You know, you know that you've got this really big cushion here. That's an opportunity for the Lakers in this game tonight is to go out there and say, all right, we got to hit this thing early. I know, Trista, you said you like the Lakers first half spread. Uh, no, yeah, Nuggets I, first quarter. Oh, nuggets you said Nuggets. Then I, I definitely don't – I completely got that wrong then. Did not want to put words in your mouth whatsoever there. But, yeah, uh, th this just has that feel of an opportunity for the Lakers to try and take advantage of that. But if we don't – if we don't see that, at least in like the first half, I think the Lakers are going to be in their own head like Jordan Spieth, and this could end up just being a sweep. They may both be sweeps when the times these series are done. Yeah, Denver has never swept a team in Denver Nuggets history, uh, and that is like a narrative that's going around. I think they find themselves to be very disrespected. Somebody who works for the team uh, texted me today, and he was like, why does everybody talk about the team that loses against us instead of talking about us putting the beat down. And I said, I think that's because they don't really want you to win. Like that's the truth of the matter is you're a team that's never won anything of any magnitude. And then you've got the two narratives of Boston versus uh, LA. Like that's what ESPN wants that I'm sure. So they, they want to like find a way to discredit you. And he was like, what do you think happens tonight? And I was like, I think you get it done, man. I think, that, I think that the disrespect has gotten to such absurd levels and there's fear of LeBron doing what LeBron has done before and breaking like historical records, coming back and winning, you know, again, three, one, that's never been done. Like, I think Jokic said it right. I I'm worried about LeBron. I think they do everything they can to just close this out, close the door and just be out until the final start. See, I think I'm not betting Boston again in their series against Miami. Who knows? Maybe no. they make that a series and at least go six. But I'm betting the Lakers on the money line, and I hate that you tell me as I look here that the total is now going against me. 226, I bet the under at 225.5. I would have made it 223. I'm probably going to lose another bet. But uh, 
I like the Lakers on the money line because I feel like them being down 3 nothing. there's no pressure. Because we didn't expect this team, let's be honest, maybe LeBron did when they made these deals, but even Anthony Davis, how many times this year did he look disinterested sitting at the end of the bench? Yeah. Just, and he had the quote, we suck. Like, you know what happened to you guys in the second half? This is not a good basketball team. We suck. But there's, like, no pressure. And you do have to – there's some pride there, though. LeBron doesn't want to get swept. AD doesn't want to get swept. But they just have to go out there, you know, just play like it really doesn't matter. And I think they could get the job done tonight. And maybe the Nuggets, you know, go back home and, and win this series in front of their fans. I do not have that same faith, though, in Boston because they do feel all the pressure. They're supposed to be here. They're the favorites to win the championship, to win the NBA Finals, and they're down 3-0 to the eighth seed. So that's why I like the Lakers. That I don't feel like there's a whole lot of pressure, and I do think you know LeBron's going to want to go out there, put on a show. He's going to give it his all. Not that that matters. I mean, he could easily go 4 of 18 from the floor. He looks old right now. He needs more help. Anthony Davis could easily exit this game in the third quarter with an injury, but I'm going to take one last shot with the Lakers to at least give us somewhat of a series and at least one more basketball game in the Western Conference before we have to dive deep into the dog days of summer and break down Blue Jays-Yankees every single night. God, I don't even want to think about those days. The odds for a Nuggets-Heat NBA Finals before round one of the playoffs was 300-1. to 1. It's now minus 10,000. <laughs> I mean, that, this, this is where we are. And it's, you know, the second round of playoffs was great. Uh, it, it felt competitive. And ratings aside, because that has nothing to do with betting, but that does if you're a sports fan, and we're all fans of these games too, people were watching. Lakers-Warriors was a big deal, and that's just one of the series. But, Tristan, when you talk about somebody in the organization asking why people don't talk about them and the teams that they're playing, it's they're not a team that has that championship pedigree. But I, I think this is all about to change because there was a point – where the Golden State Warriors didn't have that either. And that whole narrative, their resume, their history has completely changed over the last eight years. And the Nuggets are on the pace right now and in position to go maybe not where the Warriors were in terms of that type of dominance, but they can win multiple titles over the next five years with the team they have. Yeah, this is a. I think what we're seeing with Miami and with Denver is this like new way to construct a roster, which is like, you need guys who are stars, but more so you need role players that can do their job well in a way that meshes together for a deep run. Yeah, and it's it's they've just built this roster so well, and they're now healthy, and we can see what they actually do. And I think that's the difference, seeing them together. All right, 